Hey everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Stephen Buja, and joining me in this chariot race of an episode is my co-host, the one and only... Judah Ben-Hur. <gasps> what? Yeah, no, no, sorry, it's Alex Reveal. Sorry. Phew, you, you had me scared there, not... I mean, but you... you... <laughs> You you are clearly as Jewish as Charlton Heston was, so um, <laughs> only yeah yeah makes well. about as much, um, as much sense. Alex, how are you? Got doing? those classic so, features, definitely those very <laughs> you, those very the very chiseled Welsh features that you have. Yeah, obviously. Um, Alex, we are obviously filming this on. Let's oh, say, let's say the world the world time. has changed. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Uh, as a father of two daughters, uh, kind of, you know, having a having a grand old time, you know, just wonderful. I'm excited for the future. The, f- the future, it's 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 so bright. I gotta wear shades. Yeah. Oh uh, god damn it. Yeah. No, this is it's one of those. I I, I definitely did that thing where I wake woke up in the middle of the night. Like, really? Is it really happened? No, it did. Oh my god. Oh my god. It really happened. It it, it really wow. happened. I um, yeah. I couldn't stay up for when for when they called it because apparently they called it like two in the morning or yeah. whatever, but I woke up next morning and just looked at my phone and mm-hmm. I think I broke down and cried a little. Uh, yeah, I I, I uh, had finished all the alcohol in the house and I was, um, what am I going to sit up for? Yeah, and I, I just, yeah, I definitely did not take it well. I, I honestly, I, I swear, it's, I felt like uh, like somebody I knew had died. That's how I felt. It was, I felt like this intense mourning. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, pretty remarkable. I never thought I would feel that well. Then again, I didn't think that half the country would do that. So, I am, uh, I'm a little, I'm scared for the future. Scared of my fellow countrymen. Some of them, most of them, a slight, yeah. well, slight majority. It's, uh, um, it's a weird time. I also have no more. I have no more faith in polls either. Just, no, <laughs> just yeah, absolutely no, not. What they know, yeah. nothing. Absolutely. Right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, the one thing that if it's uh, the hope I have is of the uh, that I can. Our our kids are going to be stronger and smarter and uh, see through more of the nonsense than uh, the people our age and and the people a lot older than us uh, don't. So, that's I'm feeling. Uh, I, I have faith for the future. I do. I have faith for the future. Not maybe the next four years, but uh, past right. that, I feel like yeah. we're going to get it right eventually. It'll it will we'll win. We're in for a um, we're in for a rocky time, shall we yeah, say? Yeah, this is first uh, first you know first day even it showed us. Yeah, it looks like. But we'll okay. see. Goodbye, goodbye the old ways. Hello, the new ways. Uh, yeah. In a way, I'm thinking it actually does kind of tie into our movie this week, which is 1959's <laughs> Ben Hur, where a man seeks selfish vindication and vengeance and despite actually getting that in the end he mm. learns a new way there is a new path uh, mm-hmm. and, there, and those those two uh, those two, two ideologies kind of go up against one another in fairly heavy-handed manners so to speak but they are still present <laughs> in the film um Alex, what are your memories of this movie? Had you seen it before? Seen it in a while? Yeah, I had definitely seen it as a as a kid a lot. I I uh, have a family that I think like every time we went for Easter, like Ben Hur would be on. <laughs> That's like that was like our Easter film for some reason. Um, <laughs> and I, I had like the like I think it was you know the, the two VHS set of it in my house somewhere. Ooh, um, double VHS. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very few of those. Um, but uh, this is one. Uh, and then, yeah, I think I, I spoke about it last week where um, where I uh, managed to escape uh, an in-law visit by um, noticing that the local theater was screening Ben-Hur. Uh, I lived right next to the, mo- the amazing museum, the moving image at the time and in Queens. And I uh, ran away to – I saw that t- Ben-Hur was starting at 10 minutes. And I thought, what other time – what more uh, better time for a four-hour epic than when my in-laws are invading my home? So I ran off. I uh, I ran off, and uh, you know what? Seeing it in theaters is completely different experience. I have to say, because rewatching it, I I could not. I rewatching it again for this episode, I could not get nearly as much into it as I did in the theater. There's just something about seeing this this movie in particular on a big screen is pretty remarkable. Um, it's, I, I mean, it, it's big. It's uh, shot yeah. in. Uh, it's incredibly well shot, and it's also the greatest story ever told. Like that's, <laughs> it's the Jesus story, you know. Yeah. But the, it's the parallel. Yeah, it's the it's the highlights of it. Just just right yeah. there, and it, you know that movie that story deserves to be seen on the big mm. screen. And uh, yeah. and I do have to admit that Chariot Race, like mm. uh, I I've seen it before. I've never seen it on the mm. big screen, but oh god, how I want to! Yeah, it's uh... it's, it's intense. It is. It is. I mean, it's remarkable. It still holds up. I mean, that's. I mean, when most people think of Ben Hur, they don't think about the Jesus parts because there's a lot of Jesus uh, and all the other his other trials and stuff. You mostly think just the chariot race. Nobody yeah. else really, you know, that's that's all that's really stuck with us, which is yeah. kind of interesting because there's so much more there's... of this movie. It's. Uh, I mean, that's it's... what nine minutes of of uh, how, how many is it? Two eighty. Yeah, yeah. Minutes, just, it's it's a it's a very long movie. Yeah, I yeah. I have seen this movie before, Pat, and I don't remember anything else about it. I remember thinking, <laughs> why is Jesus in this movie? Like, what is going right. on? And then when are we going to get to the chariot race? Yeah. Really, there's and that's race singular. You know, it's, yeah. It's like, I, like there's there's a couple leading up to it or something. There's just one race. There's just one race. Yeah. We're, we're told he's a great charioteer. All right, you're you're breaking the okay. first rule of filmmaking, which is yeah. show don't <laughs> show, tell. Show the damn thing. Yeah. Whatever. We yeah. need to we need to have very long scenes about all this other bullshit. But we will get into yeah. that, of course. But <laughs> it is it is it's still Ben Hur. Like this is. I feel like. This is a movie that people know about, even if they haven't mm-hmm. seen it. They're like, "Oh, yeah. it's a Charlton Heston, ep- one of those Charlton Heston, Heston yeah. epic Bible movies that were all the rage mm-hmm. back in the fifties. And man, does yeah. it show! There's a yeah. there's a lot of preaching going on here. It's oh god, yeah. It's, it's like I was like, <laughs> I went to like, I need to take uh, I need to take communion. What's the waffle communion? Waffles? Is that what well, the, the, the wafer? Wafer, <laughs> wafer not a waffle. Oh, did they not have communion waffle. waffles. They should. If they did, I'd be in church every <laughs> Sunday morning. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like we have syrup and waffles instead of you know blood and blood and uh, body or whatever. <laughs> Sold. That's supposed Sign to be. me up. Catholic church. You can get that one for free. All right. I'm sure Jesus could could pop his body into a waffle if he wanted to. I'm sure. Yeah, he's a, he's the son of God and is God syrup. at the same time, which I never quite understood. But you know, he's a he's everything. Yes, he is everything. But he is. I feel like this movie, he is not the he's not the main character that we focus on. No, but he's the most Even though important it, character. Like, yeah, he is. Well, I mean, that's I mean, it, it is because it, it's fine. I mean, well, that's the original title of the book was it, the the novel, which was written in eighteen eighty, I believe, yeah. was uh, Ben Hur, uh, A Tale of the Christ, right, right. which was dro- dropped for this version, well, which was, is interesting it was, because it was kind of, it was kind of added, but it's not it's not the official 
subtitle. Right. So it's, so it's, yeah, yeah. it's just Ben Hur, but in the opening titles, it's Ben Hur, A Tale of the Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. It's, I. <laughs> I don't. The Christ. Yeah. yeah it's it. So they just want to parallel the stories. Anyway, you know, well, we are going to get into it. We are talking Ben Hur this week on Oscar Watch. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about all the awards that Ben Hur won. And it is all. Of, do we of have that. enough time for all that? Wait, I mean, we might need four hours. <sighs> well, yeah, okay. We're, we're going to need four hours, an intermission, some overtures. It'll be fine. There you It'll go. Be great. Be perfect. Stick around. Jesus help us. Before we discover the name of the best motion picture of the past year, here are some scenes from the five nominated films. The nominated pictures are Anatomy of Murder, Otto Preminger, Columbia, Otto Preminger, Producer. Ben-Hur, Metro Golden Mayor, Sam Zimbalis, Producer. The Diary of Anne Frank, 20th Century Fox, George Stevens, Producer. The Nun Story, Warner Brothers, Henry Blanke, Producer. And Room at the Top, Romulus Films, John and James Wolfe Producers. And now, the winner, Ben-Hur, Sam Zimbalist. Ben-Hur, how many and which ones? Eleven. It won 11 Academy Awards. It was the all-time record holder. And uh, still, uh, still to this day. Uh, is that's the most uh, any film has gotten? Of course, although of course, uh, Titanic uh, did the same '97, and then uh, Return of the King yeah, did it yeah, again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, those are the only those are the three highest Oscar winners yeah. of all time, and this started it. Um, yes. So yeah, eleven movies. Uh, of course, it was Best Picture. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. Um, it also won Best Director. It won. Uh, for William Wyler, that was his third Academy Award. He had pre- right. uh, puts him, I think he's won the second most, only behind John Ford, and he won also for Best Years of Our Lives, and I believe Mrs. Miniver, which are two other films we will be talking about at later dates. Right, definitely. Um, and uh, of course, Charlton Heston won for Best Actor. Yep. We had uh, Best Supporting Actor was Hugh Griffin. We're going to talk Which, uh, about that <laughs> Should we're we? Talk about uh, later. We're going to discuss yeah, this, yeah. but okay, okay go on. Okay, <laughs> we'll definitely talk about what's going on there. Um, yes, okay, oh, oh, here we go, here we go. We got also Best Sound Recording. We had Best Score, Dramatic or Comedy Score it was at the time. Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best oh, Best Costume Design Color, because there was also a separate one for Black and White. Uh, best Special Effects. Best film editing, is that eleven? Is that that's tiny. I think that's eleven. <laughs> Whatever it is, that yeah. Did I did I miss any of that? Yeah, I think that's... that was it. But Jesus, yeah, it it, it kind of yeah. swept the, the board there. The only thing, of course, didn't get any actresses. But then again, there weren't too many actresses in this film. Um, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. yeah, it got pretty much everything it could get. Yeah, except for it was also it was nominated for twelve. It uh, the yeah. last being best adapted screenplay, and there's a story behind that. In that it didn't win because nobody could really decide who wrote it. It is credited to, I believe, one guy, but there were yeah, five Carl or six, Tunberg. Carl Tunberg. There were five or six guys who took a pass at it. I think Gore Vidal even was uh, contracted to write a version of it because it was a it was a, it was a hot property. 
Yeah. But um, yeah. it's, and, and so it, it it ultimately ended up losing to uh, I believe a room at the top for best um, for best adapted screenplay. But you doing you yeah. go, you're going eleven out of twelve. You know that's uh, that's not so bad if I if no. I do say so myself. Yeah. And that's on top of all its other success. I mean, this was a massive, massive, massive film. And it was uh, the marketing. I mean, they spent almost as much in marketing as they did in the budget. It was, it was the largest budget of, of the time, $15 yeah. million. $15 million. Jeez. And the, the marketing was 14.7. That's how much they spent wow. in 1959. And, um, yeah, lot. I mean, it was it, it did everything, though. It was like it was the fastest and highest grossing fastest, film highest of the year. It, it, it was literally – the event motion picture of 1959. Right. They they just weren't making them like this. Like you and it's for a four hour movie to get be the highest grossing. I mean, you can't get that many screenings in, especially you know it's not like these multiplexes that we had today. It's I mean, just think yeah, about yeah. everywhere. It was playing everywhere. It's playing every every screen was probably playing this movie. Yeah, probably. And oh man, and it was like an event. Like you dressed yeah. up in your suit. You took the wife and <laughs> kids out to the theater. <laughs> you bought your kid a licorice whip, and you got some popcorn, and you sat down for four hours, and you took a bathroom break right in the middle because there is an intermission. There actually and is, yeah. you watched Ben-Hur, and you basically went to Sunday school for your Friday night. Did you have to you – really... do you think you had to go to church after uh, – like on like Sunday, or, or were you like absolved for that I just go to Ben-Hur, early screening for Ben-Hur. There you go. Yeah. Because, yeah. This could be. This would be one of those movies that if if it screened today, like you know how they did a passion, like church groups would take, like uh, their their parishioners to to screenings. This would be that film. I don't know if that happened then. I can imagine it did. Oh, they must have. Um, it's a, it's always, it's I always a, find that kind of strange. Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, so, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so, a, a lot so, of. But but you know it. I think everyone can agree that this was mo- the movie that was going to win. Like it. I just it's look, of those yeah 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 just I it in hindsight it seems like oh yeah of course Ben Hur won however there were of course some yeah some other nominees some competition that had to get through first uh, there was Room at the Top really unfamiliar with that Nun Story unfamiliar with that uh, there was The Diary of Anne Frank it's a good movie and mm-hmm. Anatomy of a Murder. Which I believe is an Otto Preminger film. Great film. It's uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Preminger. the courtroom drama with uh, another courtroom drama with um, James Stewart. Yeah, and with the the infamous poster. I mean, that's that that uh the, the poster. Um, I am gonna forget the oh the Saul Bass poster of the uh chop like the, the uh, chopped up person kind of uh, laid out. I don't know if you've seen the poster, oh, but yeah, 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 you, yeah, when you see the poster, you it's like that iconic look that Saul Bass. Look, that he did gotcha. a lot of those, but, uh, but this one was it. this one's definitely one of those classic ones. Yeah. Um, so uh, I but, feel I feel yeah. sorry I feel sorry for for Anatomy of a Murder right there. It's a fine film. Yeah, yeah it is. It just yeah. it just just ran up against a a, a Jesus sized wall. Right. Is that right? Does Jesus, would Jesus no Jesus wouldn't make a wall. Yeah. No. I'm very I'm very sad right now. My metaphors are going to be all jumbled and, and terrible isn't it jesus jesus built the wall isn't that that phrase jesus built, yeah, yeah no? jesus he totally builds walls that's what he does he's no, like yeah, he, yeah. he keeps he divides people he keeps them apart i know because i know a lot of evangelicals i think believe that i think that's why they voted the way that they do right i believe that's yeah i mean it's in the bible somewhere right right yeah, i think so definitely definitely in the uh, in the book of revelations 
Uh, Can we talk about uh, the movie that wasn't nominated right away? Because I think that um, there's one movie that, that should have been nominated. Is it Plan 9 from Outer Space? It is. No, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> we can't uh, talk about I cultural think, impact without Plan 9. Uh, I, think, I think I know the movie you're talking about. Okay. Right, well, yes. there's two possible. I'm going to say uh, uh, North by no, Northwest. No, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't believe that North by Northwest wasn't even nominated. I know. Because holy crap, for anything. Anything. What the hell was going on in that year? What? What? what did they not yeah. see it? Like what? No, they just people just didn't really like Hitch, Hitchcock. Apparently, even though he had already won best, a best picture, he'd never won a best director. By the way, it's shameful. Yeah. But North, yeah. you know what? I have seen a lot of Hitchcock. I, North by Northwest is one of my favorite ones. I just it's this, this, it's this a lot of it, it's definitely. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if I consider it his best, but it's definitely his most entertaining. Probably, I would say like yeah. it's just like it's just like. Uh, like it's such a fun film. It's so uh, like uh, Cary Grant is so much fun in that movie. He's got so yes. many great lines. Um, yeah, it's 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 just it's a remarkable movie, and I, I'm just kind of stunned that it wasn't yeah, never, no, like, nominated. I, I, it's I, I thought I, I thought I was looking at the wrong year or something. I was like, how did that not? How did that slip through? It doesn't make sense. It got a uh, well, it got like film you know it got nominated for it did actually get nominated for a couple, but it was you know best film editing right. and. Uh, Screenplay, you know, I didn't know right, production so, design, but like it. No, right. I think it's also knowing what we know now about Hitchcock and you know this movie. Right, goes, like it seems like who room at the top, none stories. Why wasn't North by Northwest at all in, in this conversation? It should be there, but right. Hey, we just report the uh, the history. We don't actually get to make it, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, 1959 did have some good movies. Yeah, some like it hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rio Bravo with uh, the yeah. that, that's John Wayne. John uh, Wayne, yeah. But uh, was that was that a uh, samurai movie? Oh, um, Rio Bravo? No, uh, you're no, thinking about? Am I, th- am I thinking of something what? else? Throne of Blood or something? Um, anyways, maybe mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of all these spaghetti westerns. Uh, one of my all-time you favorite. Think about. Hmm? Oh, I don't know if you're thinking about um, what's called Seven Samurai and um, what's it called uh. Magnificent Seven. Oh my God, I'm losing my brain. Yeah, Magnificent Seven. <laughs> That's the only other one I'm thinking about. The other cowboy uh, uh, samurai Carl. Yeah, I get it. But uh, one of my all-time <laughs> favorite films, um, The Four Hundred Blows. Uh, mm, yeah, which of course would not have been nominated for that. It would have gotten a foreign. Oh, it did get a foreign. It nod? got. A, it probably got a foreign nod, but Black Orpheus won that year. Right. I checked. It's a damn shame. I, I've never seen Black Orpheus. I hear it's very good, but Four Hundred Blows is. Oh man, that is yeah. a wonderful, wonderful film. But it did not get nominated. It did not get nominated. Oh. No, Black Orpheus the, uh, was the winner, but The Bridge, The Village on the River, The Great War, and Paw uh, were the other nominations. Yeah, not Florida Blows. I mean, Come it wasn't on. until every every film st- school student saw it, I guess that. Uh, yeah, I saw it in film school. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> like the first one, right? I think yep. that's like day one. There you go, four hundred blows. Boom. <laughs> Great, uh, but we had mentioned Plan Nine from Outer Space already. One, uh, yes. one of, voted one of the worst movies of all time. The great Roger Corman just—it's—it's uh, it's a special film. I don't think I've ever seen it without the uh, Mystery Science Theater or riff tracks. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah. Didn't we see that? We see that together? I think we saw that. I think, um, I, I, oh yeah, we did. We did way back in uh, way back in Port- <laughs> uh, Union Square. I yeah. be, I, I, it's it's so delightfully bad. 
yeah. you just gotta love it. It's it's just yeah. it's just one of those films. But it's 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 entertaining. It's a perfect bad because it's just it's fun. It's it's even it it's it's. It, and it's ineptitude. It's even more fun somehow. Yeah. There are very, very few movies about. Everyone likes to talk about bad movies, but a lot of them don't hold up without a mystery science theater track behind it. That one just f- straight up fun by itself. It's just so okay. silly and so ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a new. Um, there's new. Isn't there a new documentary about Corman coming out? About how yeah. Like by um. Oh my god. By uh. Guy ever lose my brain today. By uh, Joe Dante. Oh. Joe Dante's uh, directing it. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It should be. Should be great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but he's, I think he's filming it next year. Yeah. Oh, well, perfect then. Yeah. Um, looking forward yeah. to that. But, uh, in addition to that, there was also the great house on haunted Hill, which I think we also mm. saw as riff tracks. Cause I've seen that as riff there? tracks. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I don't think I've seen it as riff tracks. All right. Well, I, okay. I saw it. So you must have seen someone else <gasps> cheating on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go in a chariot race against you. Well, <laughs> fine then. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. <laughs> we will. We will. We um, uh, any, anything else? Any cheesy fifties? This, yeah, no, this is films? definitely. We will. Oh god, what was the film we talked about? Yeah, this is definitely another year for the cheesy. I mean, this is one of those ones where everyone has got. You know, if you got the Wasp Woman, you got Teenagers from Outer Space, Return of the Fly, The Tingler, Bucket <laughs> of Blood. I mean, there's just so many. Just it's one of those really fun years where there's nothing really too. I don't think anything I would recommend to anyone as a you know great movie, but just a lot of really fun, silly movies. Um, a lot of giant monster movies and a lot of haunted house kind of things this year. It seems like. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of giant giant monsters. That was that was the big thing. Fifties. Well, the, the end of, yeah, end the of that era. Age, you know, yeah. Scared, yeah. And apparently that's what atom bombs can do they can just yeah we have, i mean a giant we have giant leeches you have giant shrews you have giant everything you know giant Wait, flies yeah, giant, giant shrews? wasps oh yeah killer shrews you never saw that <laughs> i can't say that <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible the shrews are like dogs with like like some weird costumes on them they're oh. hilarious that was actually a mystery science theater episode okay. that was one of those ones where yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta see it Okay. There's actually a Godzilla movie this year too, right? Wasn't there? Was oh, but yeah, it really released. It, it was well, it was released now. It was released in America. Uh, Godzilla Raids again. It was the 14th grossing film of the year, which I was like, oh, were Godzilla movies that? You know, I guess they were. They, they back then they were that popular. Um, but yeah, it was it was a four year old, you know, Japanese film, of course. Um, of course. Godzilla, Godzilla Raids again, but. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's like just another just fun movie, fun movies, and then you got. You know, the epics. It's fun movies, and then you got Jesus. <laughs> just mucking it all up. Just just coming in and just being such a such a swell guy. Such a swell <laughs> guy. And that is 1959. That is the, the Oscars, the movies. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to get into talking about Ben-Hur. I feel like I have to say it in that epic voice because it's like, epic movie. Yeah, it's like you know, drums and gongs. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm like God from Mystery from um, Monty Python. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just like scolding them. Anyways, we're gonna talk about Ben Hur when we get uh, when we get back. Come, Judah. I would do anything for you, Messiah, except betray my own people. In the name of all the gods, Judah, what do the lives of a few Jews mean to you? If I cannot persuade them, that does not mean I would help you murder them. Besides, 
You must understand this, Marcella. I believe in the past of my people and in their future. Future? You're a conquered people. You may conquer the land. You may slaughter the people. But that is not the end. We will rise again. Uh, you live on dead dreams. You live on the myths of the past. The glory of Solomon is gone. Do you think it will return? Joshua will not rise again to save you, nor David. There is only one reality in the world today. Look to the West, Judah. Don't be a fool. Look to Rome. I would rather be a fool than a traitor or a killer. I am a soldier. Yes, who kills for Rome. And Rome is evil. I warn you. No. I warn you. Rome is an affront to God. Rome is strangling my people and my country, the whole earth. But not forever. I tell you, the day Rome falls, there will be a shout of freedom such as the world has never heard before. Either you help me or you oppose me. You have no other choice. You're either for me or against me. If that is the choice, then I am against you. Alex, for those who are unfamiliar with the story of Ben-Hur, what is the movie about? It was about Charlton Heston playing Judah, but Judah Ben-Hur, uh, who is a, a prince, a Jewish prince and merchant living in Jerusalem, very well off, very, very concerned about money, and he likes his, uh, likes his comfort, and he's uh, involved in a relationship with this man, we could talk about <laughs> we could talk about this. Oh, yeah. There's a it's a very under you know it's kind of under the uh, surface, but it's I think it's pretty obvious. And there's been a lot of uh, controversy over this over the years. But uh, yeah, he's got a friend um, uh, played by Stephen Boyd, uh, Masala. What's his name? Masala. Uh, who uh, who is uh, who basically frames him for uh, for some roof tiles fa- falling down on. On these people, and uh, gets him turned into a slave and sent off, and he he seeks revenge and becomes a. I, how do you how do you sum this movie up? And I can't do it. I can't do it. I gotta I gotta slow down. It's All like right. you know, I'm it's gonna, a tale gonna... it's a tale about a violent man who learns that he shouldn't be violent because of Jews. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'm gonna I'll I'll defer to the IMDb single line synopsis. When a Jewish prince is betrayed and sent into slavery by a Roman friend, he regains his freedom. It comes back for revenge. <laughs> wow, there you and, go. <laughs> and there's Jesus. There's yeah, oh he yeah, always, Jesus always. is what sets Ben Hur on the right path. That's the it's, it's that's the thing. He always he does pop up in the best moments or the worst moments. moments. Uh, he, he pops up at the moments. He pops up at certain moments, such as and we're going to start off the discussion, such as mm-hmm. the beginning. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is a long movie. This is a very yeah long movie and you know what it, mm-hmm. you know what I was thinking about it it doesn't have to be this long no it definitely no, doesn't no. there's a, first firstly the title character Ben-Hur does not appear until minute 21 and you could easily cut out the overture and the opening scene which is just the birth of Jesus it is literally a story mm-hmm. everyone certainly everyone in 1959 knows you can cut that out I just couldn't help but feel like this is, it's a long movie that feels long. There's some movies that just they just 
flyby. What, it, what, it is. How about you? What did you, what did you yeah, feel? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely, when I, when, like when I was saying, when I saw it in theater, it did not feel like that. Of course, I could be comparing it to my time uh, possibly spent with my in-laws, which of course feels like an eternity. Um, so <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, any time spent is better. Um, but, but I hope they're not listening. Um, but um, yeah, no, uh, there, there were two versions of this movie before. <laughs> the 1907 silent film, which was 15 minutes long, and I, I'm very curious to see that because I, I, there was apparently a chariot race that was shot on a, a beach in New Jersey. Um, but uh, oh. I, I, I'm just kind of curious how much of this story made it to the 15 minutes. Um, and then, of course, there was the other silent film uh, by Fred Niblo in 1925, which was just over two hours. And that seems like a much more reasonable length for something like this. There is a lot of bloat in this film. Um, but I, I, seeing it, I don't know if it was seeing it in a, in a theater, it didn't feel that long to me. I don't know. But now seeing it at home, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't say, I'll be honest. I was like wandering a little bit. I, did, I definitely couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't sit still for the, for the whole running time. I don't know. Maybe since I was like locked into it in a the theater, you know, it's easier right. to get into it. Right. Nor do I think it was, it's a case of, Say us being millennials and not having an attention span. There right. are scenes, not just not just the film overall. Shots seem to linger for so much longer than they mm-hmm. than they have to. There between there's uh, Judah Ben Hur, Charlton Heston, and there's this uh, slave girl, which uh, dear lord mm-hmm. that he has a thing for named Esther, and they mm-hmm. are all, they're making eyes at each other and they're just driving the point home to the point of. <laughs> it's starting to feel uncomfortable just watching them just like look at each other. You can't see me, but it's like yeah. making crazy <laughs> eyes. At, and it, uh, it, yeah, there are so many decisions. I'm a, I'm a big fan of less, of less being more. And there's a lot of more here that should definitely be yeah. less there. Also, especially, also... especially in the first, especially in the first half of the film, basically up to the, uh, um, yeah to the intermission break it, it could be cut down significantly yeah before it gets to the point yeah because it doesn't get to the it just uh sort of eases into his story or yeah. you know but through, through the parallel of well and not even parallel but through jesus's story um I, I, which how does it how does it parallel i'm trying to think that, about that, this. Maybe that part I, isn't yeah because no yeah jesus wasn't i don't think jesus, well we don't know what happened to jesus when his 30s maybe he was a violent guy <laughs> we don't know about the cherry races he might have been involved with um true, although yeah. actually if you ever read um there's a great book called uh by christopher moore called uh lamb which is amazing it's about that that period um oh, okay. not you know, from from whatever it is till thirty three like, or whatever like the hell he was thir- thirteen to thirty, I think. It, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Like his the lost that, years. Yeah, that book is hilarious. Though that book is amazing. It's a really, really, really great book. Um, yeah. So who knows? Maybe he was a little rebel. You know, yeah, you never know. Maybe he he had to learn himself that being peaceful is uh, you know because that's the ultimate lesson of this whole movie. It's just like the whole thing is leading up to that. <laughs> you know, death begets death, kind of thing. You know, like oh, yeah. don't, you know, if you keep doing this, you know, eye for an eye, kind of thing. Right. Um, it's, it, it's it's it wants to say, and we're gonna jump ahead. It wants to, it wants to say that yeah. you know Judah is he's kind of like he's falling into darkness because of his desire for revenge. Yeah. He, gets his revenge he succeed he succeeds in his mission to defeat masala for betraying mm. him it's just it mm-hmm. you know it's like he, he learned some lessons there but like it there's no to me i didn't feel any had he learned anything 
that he that he that he was forced to learn he was forced to learn something just because now he had completed his quest and he didn't have anything left to do except waste mm. an hour talking with a bunch of lepers who are his mom and his mom and sister uh, another another yeah. problem and so <laughs> it i feel like you you could have the same elements here if you just turn them around a little bit um like if he had encountered jesus a bit more before the chariot race you could have him so he's like actually conf- he's actually yeah, warring one... against this this vengeful side and this this desi- this desire for peace instead we just get this amazing chariot race and it is amazing and i can't wait to talk about it but I yeah. I, well, he I wait, when's the first it. time he meets Jesus? I'm trying to think now. Wait, yeah, I'm gonna mix up now. The first time is is when, when he gets the uh, when water. He gets the, when uh, he gets the water. They're passing through. Yeah. Okay. Nazareth. Yeah. I, su- I assume. And Jesus, uh, Jesus gives him the water, and then Jesus there's the, the and then there's the the mirror scene at the end where he gives Jesus water, and presumably gets right. in the Bible because I feel like everybody who did anything for Jesus along his walk gets <laughs> in the Bible. Must have been one of those lost chapters. Uh, it must have been <laughs> along with Jesus's huh. teenage years. Yeah. It's um. Oh. Uh, yeah. It, uh, Alex, did I? You see Hail? Did you see Hail Caesar this year? No. The, the new I Brothers. All right, it's, I did not, and I'm regretful. But yeah. It's uh, it's, it's, it's it's quite level. The movie they're making is basically Ben Hur, complete mm-hmm. complete with the lack of seeing Jesus's face. Which, no, okay. which I was like, wait, where did I? Where have I seen this for? Like, oh, this is what Hail Caesar's ripping on. Oh, okay, it's it's actually very. Is very clever and very wonderful of the Cone Brothers. Um, I got a question: mm-hmm. Is Charlton Heston a good actor? <laughs> no, he's not. He's he is so hammy in this. Every I was gonna say, I think maybe some of the running time is due to his just his performance, where he has to pause every you know his whole talking. That's you know the whole I can't do that thing, but you know how he I can't do his intonation, but uh yeah he he oh I don't think yeah. so I don't think there are many good actors in this film at all to be I, fair I, yeah I don't think so it's a very there you know what do uh, do you know who my favorite actor was the guy who played Pontius Pilate I know that's weird mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. liked him I just mm-hmm. just the way just uh, just his manner and the way even his like little philosophy on what on obligation versus um, you know, freedom and, and things like that. I thought that was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's very, that's very interesting. Heston, mm-hmm. Heston, a he's one of those he's one of those non method guys who's going to be playing. He's playing Charlton Heston. If he's mm-hmm. playing Moses, he's playing Charlton Heston. If he's playing what's his face in Planet of the Apes, he's Charlton Heston. Soylent Green, mm-hmm. literally everything. He's Charlton Heston, and I just I was so yeah. I was just getting so annoyed by him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's it's, not. He's not. It, ca- it's he, he. It works in something like Planet of the Apes, where it's campy itself. Like the film itself is right. perfect for that. This it doesn't really. You know, it's you're supposed to uh, for the role. I mean, if if this were done today, everyone would be left. I mean, I know every you know actor, of course, was was like you know looked like this yeah. and did you know act acted like this then. Yeah, it seems like. Um, but yeah, it's he's he's pretty goofy. He's pretty good. He's he he has a great physical presence, and you know you feel him he does, in, yeah. the, in the in the in like the very few action scenes. He's definitely like a, a star. That's the thing. Like he yeah. he he has something in in this role though. In, in a serious role, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to to it's, take him seriously. Yeah, he, he just he just overreacts so much. He just over yeah. overacts. Like when he's encountering his mother and 
when he sees his mother and sister in the Valley of the Lepers, yeah. he's just, mm-hmm. like, throwing himself against this rock. Like, oh, <laughs> it's so hard. I can't wait. Oh. It's like a bad, it's like high school theater. Yeah. I, I, he, he was from, uh, I think he, didn't he grow up in like community theater, I think, right? I believe that's how he started. Like he was doing all these like community theater projects. And <laughs> you can definitely, definitely see that. And nobody told him to stop that. Hey, we're not doing this anymore. It's called Method. You should check out this Marlon Brando guy. He's doing really good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, also, um, he's not Jewish. Not that that stopped anybody in the 50s. And honestly, that's not even even the the big problem with this movie. There are a lot of big problems. But let's look at the biggest problem. It's uh, Hugh Griffith as the Sheik. If you might want, mm-hmm. you might be wondering, wait, his, he's a sheik, but his name is Hugh Griffith. You'd be right to wonder because Hugh Griffith is, I believe he is an Englishman or a Welshman or something like that. It's Welsh, the yeah. of Charlton Heston. Yeah. And yes, it took me a second to realize, but oh, wait, that dude is in blackface. And this is yeah. like, oh, this is our first blackface movie. Yeah. Like it's. Um, oh, is it? I think wow. so. I think first so. Oscar winning blackface. Yeah, because uh, he won for the performance too. He did. It, yeah. Granted, I will give I will give him the performance was good. It is a good performance. It's a good yeah, performance. Absolutely. It's he's wearing he's wearing blackface. Now we will give, <laughs> we'll give credit to the time. That's what they did. Oof. Clearly, America is racist and terrible. Oh no, we've gotten over that. I, I don't yeah, we, t- we, t- we, t- we totally got over that. Dude, Absolutely. we took care of that. Don't you remember? Psh, Obama. Psh, we got, it's <laughs> that fine. Was it. It's fine. You know, no, nobody's, nobody's threatening anyone who doesn't – anyone who isn't a white Christian uh, no. on Twitter or anything like that. No, that's not we – we're mm-hmm. done with racism. We're not done – back in the 50s, we were not done with racism. It's so mm-hmm. bizarre because it's – isn't there somebody? Isn't there somebody? Like Hattie, Hattie McDaniel's won it for Gone with the Wind like twelve, mm. like twenty years earlier. What? What? Where? Can't we do something? Can't like this is the movie to I mean, try. This is, on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not like. Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is an issue that's still to this day. I don't, I don't know. This is one that hasn't been solved to this day. There's still this amazing whitewashing of. Uh, Actors and roles, and uh, right. just look at you know Avatar or you know any anything else that came out in the last couple of years. Right. And, um, and, and, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Ghost in the Shell. You know, it's like you know things like that. There's yeah. there's still, still happening. It's not. It's it's all. I mean, I'm assuming it's uh, it's uh, purely monetary. You know, uh, supposedly monetary reasons, but um, you know, for such a small, not so small. Well, it's a decent role, but it's, it's you know, it's not like a it's not like a selling. You know, point of the film that he's right. he's not like a star. He wasn't a big star and never was. So no, yeah, it definitely it could have could have been anybody. It, could have been it, it would it would have been less embarrassing if they just threw him in there like without any um, any blackface. It's like just mm-hmm. just do that. It's fun. it's you yeah. don't have to. There are light skinned there, there are light skinned you know Middle Easterners just all over the place. It. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this. It's degrading, and it it took me out of the movie so fast. Yeah. It was hard. It was <laughs> like I it's... I could appreciate the performance on like right. on a technical level. Like he's actually like a good actor, but mm-hmm. I it's it's to me in my modern sensibilities, it's it's a huge detriment to this uh, to this movie, and it's uh, it's really 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 hurt. 
which is which is which is shame because that like uh, when his, his character arrives, it actually starts like that's this is when it starts to get interesting. Where you've gone past yeah. the endless character introduction, it's his character that this... leads to everything that uh, you yeah. know that uh, Duda does. I mean, if it weren't for him, you know, he wouldn't be in the chariot race at all. Exactly. So. Exactly. He makes the bet with Masala, and uh, it's in, it becomes like a much better movie with the character mm-hmm. not necessarily the blackface around and um so we so we alluded to the relationship between judah ben-hur and masala and yes um i don't i, I it, believe i believe there was a story but man that was that was like dripping with right uh, it's a really <laughs> sexual <laughs> like there is a whole very erotic they're they the way they look at each other the way that they everything it's it's all Masala turning into the villain. It really is just because it, it really feels like a jilted lover. It feels it like does. this guy who's who's just this this he's been spurned and he he wants to get revenge. He just he's you know being bitchy basically. Yeah, that's that's the only reason. There's no other reason really. Right. It's just because the, he like, loved him. He will he will he will give other reasons. But that's what makes Masala he gives a, other very, reasons. A, a very interesting character. When you look at yeah. him through this context through through this lens, you go. Oh yeah. man, there's some there's some stuff happening here, and it's mm-hmm. all and it's, it's to, to us it's very obvious. Maybe back then they nobody would have like it, that's just like a weird little act. I don't, I don't think I don't, so. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think, think. they, they, they people were aware in that time. Yeah, I mean, come on, this is the 50s in Hollywood. I mean, come on, there's no way that this wasn't you know this has been around for years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, this, not I'm, talked about, sure. Clo- you know, I've been closeted everywhere. I'm sure, yeah. but. Um, what, I believe they talked about it. I'm gonna forget the thing now. I'm I'm losing my mind today. I can't imagine why. Um, that one of the uh, I believe one of the passes of the screenplay uh, had to try to work with that and try to. Uh, I think it was a uh, Vidal, right? That he sure. mentioned that he talked about how um, that uh, you know play the play the role like that, like play you know, and they wrote it similar to that, but they of course wanted to cut that out from the film. It's not like uh, what was it called Spartacus. Was Spartacus that had that like that scene that wasn't put in until much later, where there was like they were in like a tub together? It, you know, <laughs> there, I mean, this just happened. This happened back then, where there were these scenes and there were these, um, these films. It, it, there's a lot of these films that have these like kind of like never mentioned, but you know, just just under the surface relationships. And it, it does seem like they try to pull away from just going with the the undertext completely. Uh, in this one, they they pulled just short of that because yeah, there is other reasons for uh, his hatred of and her right. but they don't really they don't really ring true we all know what really happened right he's he's, he's, he's mad he's They're just, just mad mad in love madly in love and you know and the only way they can uh they can show that that passion for one another especially because it's almost a one-sided thing it's unrequited yeah Masala that's what it is yeah has to, has to race mm-hmm. ben-hur in the chariot scene uh to me, some of the one of the greatest nine-minute stretches in cinema history. It, I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it's never going to be top two. It's like it, there's uh, how many see how many spectators? Thousands and thousands and thousands, thousands of, of, of extra they, extras. The, the ratio of used footage to footage they shot was in the hundreds. I think it's almost two hundred fifty mm-hmm. to one. Uh, it's it took ooh, I think five weeks a million dollars to film. Yeah. There was they, you they know, apocryphal re- stories. Created the whole. Yeah, there was a lot of like those stories of uh, stuntmen killed and injured. Uh, you know, um, 
And it just it works. It's it's so powerful, especially especially on the big screen. That's where you know when you have the horses, yeah. like teams of horses just charging at your face. Uh, it's it's terrifying, and it's it's so it, you you feel the speed, you feel like the power behind everything. It's a really right. remarkable scene, and, and, um, and it's it's so physical and tangible. Just, there's no CGI. They they are right. driving oh. these horses. They are crashing. They're racing around. It, everything. Yeah. You feel every impact. You hear the crunch, and there's like, the crowd. The, the, the sound is perfect too. The, there's like the rumble of the crowd, the, like screaming, and it's just the, 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 of the horses. It's just so, it's so perfect. It's, a, and, it, and, it's and it's so brutal. You like when um, at, at the end, Masala gets he gets trampled. You know, he gets he gets yeah. knocked off his cart and he gets trampled. Like oh, like, oh I was God. like oh. Yeah. I was like, holy, yeah. like, was that actually a person? Is that a stunt guy? Right. It, was, it was like a every, life, life. Every, every time. Was, yeah, was, even with, um, like when Ben-Hur gets knocked over, the, the, he, he goes over another team of uh, downed horses and ends up like, flipping over the front of the, the chariot. And it's like, oh my god, that's a real stunt guy doing that, that thing. That wasn't, you know, that wasn't a CGI, yeah. that wasn't a dummy or something. Um, yeah, and, and it's, like, it's remarkable. It's uh, it's a feat never to be redone i i haven't seen the and never uh, never will be because there's no there's no reason to no reason i haven't seen the 2015 one but i imagine they have a lot of right. flashy cgi crashes and like yeah it's cool but it's not it's yeah. not as delicately right. presented or artfully created as this particular scene which is still just incredible even though, even he yeah. when i saw it on the small screen i was like wow this yeah is it's yeah amazing. i'll hold it everywhere yeah yeah, and- um, but yeah, I can't imagine how the I haven't seen the new one either. Um, I apparently not many people did. You see how much money that lost for MGM? I think it was like something like forty something million. Oh um, it just I think reported about that today. Uh, today actually, it was a thing about how like a, it was like a how they lost so much money on that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't imagine anything um, holding up to to this. I mean, this is, it's it's impossible. Yeah. Just because of that, there's that there's that there's that sensation. Just because everything is so tangible and real, that you you lose, you do lose it when when it's CGI. Uh, and um, I do like um, what's his name, uh, Timur. I'm gonna forget his last name. Beck, Beck, you know the Russian uh, Beck, night Beck, nightwatch Beck, guy. Beck. Oh, you actually know how to pronounce it. I, yeah. I've never known how to pronounce his name. I, 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 yeah. I, like he does great he does great action scenes. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just can't imagine copying this. I can't. It's it's. It's it's definitely up there. It's it's rightfully remembered. This is the this is the right reason to remember the movie because yeah. it is remarkable. The, the, um, to, to me, this is the movie. Like, right. It's just it's just the chariot scene. You don't need any of the Jesus stuff. You don't need any of the the galley stuff. The the silly silly aquatic battle is just so cool. <laughs> it's, the, the, it's, with it's the obvious the obvious models, obvious. The, like it gets like so, it's, it's that's so the one part where it gets like really silly. It's like they're right. little ships. You know, tub. You know, <laughs> sinking. It's yeah. re- it gets really funny. But um, but if 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 all the movie ever is remembered for is this nine minute, uh, yeah, not nine minute chariot race scene, then that's fine by me because it is simply phenomenal. Uh, right. I, I found I found this um amazing amazing quote from uh this writer called Gary Giddens from uh, the New York Sun. Uh, this is possibly my favorite quote I ever read about this movie. Watching Ben-Hur all at once is like sitting down to a 10-course meal and finding that every course consists of potato dumplings, except for the seventh, which is strawberry shortcake. That would be the chariot race. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a perfect 
It's just potato dumplings straight through, it's except for a little little cake. Yeah, and then and then a lot more, and then a lot more, a lot more dumplings. Yeah, much more. Yeah, the, the weird thing about the much like the sound of music when they mm-hmm. when they uh, you know they uh, they get married, you're like, oh, okay, that's the end of the movie. And yeah, that's it's, fine. it's and the then, climax, and then it just keeps going. It's the it doesn't it's, stop. It's you have the chariot race. You have a great scene yeah. between Masala and. Uh, judo where they like finally curse one curse one another out like forgive one another too and then i'm like oh, okay the movie's over wait nope nope we still got an hour Not of sucker bit. left like oh yeah what can we possibly be doing and we well, he's got to get home and he's got to get home he's gotta, re- he's reject gotta, everything and and find his find his find his family find his family yeah. in the valley of the lepers and bring the family yeah. to and just happen to show up in jerusalem when they're <laughs> carting jesus off to be crucified and everyone gets healed in the end because yeah how jesus. do they get healed because they saw jesus. him die yeah but he they, jesus. Uh, he jesus. He's, not, he's not even he's being it's not like uh he's up on I, the cross okay. when they get, they get right, healed all right so, i mean okay so jesus he cast a spell on himself so when he died it was an area of effect explosion, like in Warcraft. That's what sometimes the priests do. They, you know, there's a, there's a, I forget what it's, it's not, it's not a light well. Steve. It's just, it just blows up. Steve. Give everybody one last heal. What? What? Don't nothing. Me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the name of that spell, I don't remember, well, but I know it's a thing. I don't know. I, well, I can't, I can't, I can't really knock you because I was going to go towards uh, a demon knight reference. Maybe they got they collected the blood of Jesus when it was dripping down, like the demon got it. The demon knight. You remember demon knight, Billy Zane? Come on, I remember demon, demon okay. knight. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's how they get healed. It's um, okay. the movie ends on such a preach. I honestly thought Ben Hur died at the end. I just remember like, didn't he die? Now he's nope. healed and nope. and I felt his voice take the sword out of my hand. Right. And he learns yeah. he learns forgiveness, which yes. in, in peace, which is great cuz his enemy is dead anyways, so he doesn't really have right. anything left. There's no fight. real reason for him to start keep killing. Yeah. They, they... He can just put <laughs> yeah, you're right it's though. Fine. It would have been a lot more sense uh as a redemption story if he hadn't Killed him yet? If he was still out there somewhere, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give peace a chance. Or if just like done, uh, like he had redeemed, or like they had fought in the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the arena, oh. the chariot, and they had like, he had saved him or done something right. else, and yeah, whatever. But that's not we we judge the movies, the movie that is not the movie we want to be. And it ends. Yeah. It ends weaker than it than it certainly. Yeah, uh, I, I don't really buy the moral story because of that. I, it doesn't really feel like he's learned it. You know, what I mean, it's only okay. Jesus saved his parents, uh, his his wife, as his, 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 um, his, his mother and his sister. So he's gonna be. Uh, so he's gonna be good now. Is that, uh, what? Right. I don't. Yeah. What I mean, is that? What did he, learn? I mean, <laughs> what did he it, really it, learn here? It's literally a come to Jesus moment. Uh, so few people yeah. in this world have actually had the the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it feels more like it's almost and because throughout the movie they make Jesus out to be and rightfully so he's Jesus. Uh, he's like just his presence will like overcome will like yeah. overcome you. I do like that. I do like that his. really um, the blurred out uh, look that they had the uh, like blacked out uh, whatever the hell it looks like they um, you know like just just blurred out his face at that point point. 
Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. he looks down at the camera, I like kind of, I kind of dig that. <laughs> like you can't, you can't look upon the the face of God kind the of thing. It's I kind of dig of that as a as an idea. I do, I do feel like that kind of thing that would cheapen it though. Because like, how do you, how do you really have a picture of Jesus? I mean, I know a lot of people do <laughs> have have him hanging up in their room, looking yep. like you know, blue eyed, you know, blonde hair guy. Um, but but, but blonde. Uh, yeah, but uh, but the point is, it feels like almost Jesus has sort of enchanted that enchanted them and not necessarily they have shown inner growth through this it had to come right. from an external source and th- yes that external source is the son of god and right. that's a very powerful and legitimate excuse for having a change of heart don't get me wrong uh <laughs> it it just feels a little bit forced just like the entire jesus subplot feels forced right. in this movie uh it which is definitely has hmm? Definitely. No, go ahead. Uh, no, so, which is a shame because there's there is some legitimately great stuff happening here. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I you know, it, I, like I said, I find it harder to sit through it this time uh, in, the, in the theater. I enjoyed it more, but uh, I mean, it is a it's a visual treat. I'll say <laughs> the movie is is just it's a stunningly shot movie. Absolutely. It's a it's a gorgeous movie throughout, even in, during the very boring, um, awkward scenes, which of which there are too many. Um, it is definitely, that's why I feel maybe it is almost better to see it on the big screen than sit down on your, you know, couch. Um, it, it definitely, something about it, it does, it does seem, uh, more suited to that scale. And, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, the look is a lot, a big thing of it. I don't know. The look, the sound, the, the score is, is amazing. It's amazing. It it is the, yeah, I mean, if you think about an epic score, this is the one. I mean, this is this is an epic score. This is just everything you could think of with something like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's I I I, I it's weird because I, I remember you know having having seen it in theater. I I loved it after I saw the theater. I don't remember it being, but this time I was kind of a little let down by it. I mean, I, I'm not a big obviously I'm not uh, a religious guy, so I don't get that anything out of that of it. Even though I do enjoy a good Jesus story, I enjoy uh you know if done if done well. I still, although I still think um, uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian is the best uh, Jesus parallel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, it definitely uh, it it's 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 aged, let's say. So I can see you know a reason to uh, remake this, which is kind of funny. Um, you know, it could definitely be a tighter film. <clears throat> so I'm kind of curious. I am kind of I'm almost more curious now have, after having seen this to see the new one. Whereas I had no interest in it whatsoever before. You and everybody else. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> forty-seven million. I just like that. Forty-seven million. They lost on that movie. Jesus. You um, would, you they had would, a, a write-off. Yeah, you would. You would think a, a movie like Ben Hur, which won all the Academy Awards, made MGM a ton of money. They would put a little mm. more effort into remaking it. It just yeah. it seems like one of those things. Like, were the rights gonna go away or something? Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, mm. does a, like does a book in eighteen eighty even have copyright? Right. I don't. Know. Anyways. I don't uh, anyways. Think so, yeah. so, um, Alex. At least the they qu- got at least they got Morgan Freeman to do the uh <laughs> to play the uh the uh, I forgot the character's name now. They got uh the sheik? They didn't have anyone blackface. Yeah, they got him to play the sheik. Um, Improvement. <laughs> that is true. Although of course Arab. he's not Arab, he's not Arabic either, so I don't. Know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so uh, small steps, right? Baby steps, baby steps. So, uh, or you can take a lot of them. We can take a bunch back backwards for the next few years. Definitely. You do that too. Yay! Definitely. So, Alex, the question we, we ask every week. Yes. Did 
does Ben Hur deserve best picture? If North by Northwest were nominated, which it should have, I, I I would say no. If North by Northwest, North by Northwest should have won it. That's all I'm gonna say. North North by Northwest should have been the picture of the year. I'm just gonna straight up say that. Yes, no. North by Northwest. As a, as a cultural artifact, though, I mean, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Of the ones that they selected, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely the, the uh, clear leader. Um, and it, it is the one that's stuck with us the most, even though it is remarkable how it, it's only for that one scene. I'm trying to think <laughs> of many other films that you only remember one scene of. Um, not too many. I mean, I, there's mm-hmm. always you know one or two parts you think of a movie, but... So many people I don't think remember anything about this movie but the chariot race. Right. Um, don't think you so, need to. Yeah. You got the one scene and it's good enough. Right. It's true. It's, so it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, of those ones that they selected, yeah, it's it's the clear winner. I don't think it was the best film of the year though. I would, I would, I would agree. North by Northwest, Four Hundred Blows, um, two amazing transcendent films. Ben Hur is a great movie. I cannot doubt uh, cannot doubt that, especially when compared to the four other films that were nominated. Clear mm-hmm. winner. Uh, I just don't think it has aged all that well. I do understand the need for a remake, or the desire for a remake at least. And the the acting is the acting's okay. Blackface is problematic. This, it's a re- it's really really long. The chariot race is amazing, but it is in my mind. Like this is studio system 1950s spectacle at its finest, and I get why it won that year and w- is so well loved, especially by critics and movie goers of that age. I just I don't think it would win. I don't think it should win this time. Just you know, I love I love epic movies as probably more than you. I'm not gonna probably just more than you, the general audience, <laughs> you. I just don't know if it would do it today as well. It's it's really slow. Like it's it's long and it feels it, and it's really hokey and so overbearing with its message that I don't think I can. Yeah. Really, I could. I don't. I don't think we I didn't really talk seriously. about that. How how it is completely well, not you know just over the head with uh, hitting us over the head with the Christianity. It's just, it really is. It's so much. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah. this has been Oscar Watch. We hope you enjoyed listening to us gab about Ben Hur. Uh, if you sh- uh, you should find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Oscar Watch Pod. Find us on iTunes and leave a review. We'd love to have your thoughts and opinions. Alex, where could people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Alex Raviello, or on uh, alexraviello.com, my personal site. Yeah, and you can write us an email at oscarwatchpodcast at gmail.com. For next week, we're going to forgo the dice roll because we're going to do something a little They're so sad. We're, we're going to do something <laughs> a little bit different. Uh, so as you know, there are currently 88 Best Picture winners, which means we have 88 episodes. I kind of like doing this, and so we're going to try and stretch things out a little bit because as it turns out there are more than just the 88 best picture winners there are the best foreign film winners and we are going to bust into that list next week with a very accessible one 
that you might know as Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon from 2000. So we're going to be talking about that film, revisiting Ang Lee's Wuxia? Wuxia. Wuxia film next week. So do you stick around. I'm curious as to how this is going to go. So. Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait to revisit it. It was definitely I, – I remember seeing it in theaters and, and being, you know, remarkable at the time that it, there was a uh, – you know, the fact that there was a subtitle Chinese film in, 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 in a movie theater. Yeah. I actually remember people walk, walking out of it actually because of that fact, which was, I was pretty really? funny. Yeah, there were people like, what? And it's like, what, what do you yeah. – yeah, you know, how'd you get here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, uh, it's. I remember loving it, loving it, and it definitely was during that whole. I had a huge martial arts um, um, period where I would just saw, saw a billion movies, and I remember this kind of uh, didn't didn't wasn't the first one I've ever seen, but uh, it's it's uh, definitely helped push it along. So I'm really interested in revisiting. As am I. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to that. Next week, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon here on Oscar Watch. I am uh, Steve. I'm Alex. And until then, we will see you on the red carpet. How do we save a life? Pointing fingers. How can we end the fight this way? One blade. The truth we're preaching And lies are what we're believing No one ever wins When the goal is to settle the score Whoa!